This episode of the Everything is Marketing podcast is brought to you by the MLive Media Group, where you can get all of these podcasts at mlivemediagroup.com, or you can subscribe, as always, on iTunes. And then when you subscribe on iTunes, make sure you leave a review, because that helps this bubble up so that more people can discover it, or not discover it if you hate the show. Either of them is fine. Uh, it's also brought to you by Onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com, makers of Alpha Brain, which is what helps me get through the podcasts, focused, alert, and ready. And as I always say, my favorite, the Warrior Bar, which is the most delicious thing that they have in their lineup and I highly recommend it, especially when you get the mid-afternoon munchies. That is the thing to go to, the Warrior Bar that you can get at Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T dot com. Let's get at it. Episode 29, 29 already of the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkman. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. So today on the show, we're going to talk about stand-up comedians. We're going to talk about swiping right and how much that's going to cost you if you're over the age of 30. Um, and we will talk a little bit about Spotify and the new video ads that they have running that you may or may not have been playing with. So Tinder announced on Monday that they are launching their version of a premium feature. Uh, and the cost is based on how old you are. So if you ever wanted to know if an app is actually not for you, this is a perfect way to prove it. Uh, so if you're somebody that they would like to have on our time or FarmersOnly.com or eHarmony as opposed to on Tinder, uh, this is how you're going to figure out if you're that person. If you're under the age of 30, you're going to pay 10 bucks a month, 9.99 per month. If you're over the age of 30, you're going to double it. It's going to be 20 bucks for the exact same service. Uh, it's just more expensive because um, I think they have to text at us louder since we're older and clearly can't understand technology. The premium is now live and you can do things like unlimited liking capabilities uh, and they are saying that it's not a set number, it's based on an algorithm and they can change the price on you, which we've talked about this whole changing price thing and how that's not really a great model. And I just wonder, um, as somebody who is obviously not a Tinder user, as I'm married, which I know that those aren't mutually exclusive, in my case they're mutually exclusive, uh, but the swiping right, I'm not sure that under 30 they're going to pay for it. There's not much that millennials pay Pay for, and I don't think this is one of them. There's too many ways with Snapchat and Yik Yak and Cyberdust and Whisper and Twitter and Instagram for them to kind of hook up that this is fun on a free level. I'm just not sure the freemium model is going to work for them and they're going to convert over or should we say swipe right to pay 10 bucks a month to be on Tinder. I mean, really, if they're not going to pay for records, they're not going to pay for movies, they're not going to pay for TV, and they're not going to pay for porn, why are they going to pay for actual hookups when all that other stuff they want for free? But time will tell. So over the weekend was in Chicago to go see Chris Hardwick, who's uh, doing a um, fun, comfortable tour where he um, is focusing on things that he likes to say that clearly make people uncomfortable. I bring him up because if you're not somebody who spends a lot of time watching stand-up comedians and you want to excel in the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial space, I should say, that is something that I would highly recommend. Why? Well, 
I just like the way they work. There's something about the way a comedian's mind works that I think is highly applicable for business. They are not afraid to take chances. They are not afraid to do a show in front of two people. Remember, most comedians that you've heard of have spent years going to clubs in Topeka, Kansas to play in front of three people. And that sort of tenacity and that sort of um, pay attention and get in there and grind it out is something that business uses and business needs. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to make it on your own. You've got to have that level of tenacity that even if one person comes in to buy a cupcake, you're going to give them every ounce of yourself. And that's why I like to go and watch comedians work because I feel that there's a lot that you can learn. And on Friday night, it was fun because Chris was going to roll out some new jokes that he was going to work. So he's fearless enough to try some new stuff in front of a live audience, take some notes because he wants to do a new special. And you can see that process happening live on stage. And that stuff is transcendent for me. I love seeing that happen. The process of somebody going through, okay, I wrote this joke. Now I'm going to take notes that I'm going to do this joke. Then when I do this joke, I'm going to take notes as to whether or not it worked and uh, expand or contrast on that particular idea. That is something that I just think is fantastic. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you live in the entrepreneur space, or you just want to know how to get started in the entrepreneur space, stand-up comedians are something that I, I think can't be understated just because of the fearlessness that they have and their ability to take chances. And like I said, the tenacity. There, there are few people or industries where you have to be that tenacious for that long to see any sort of an outcome uh, turn in your favor. And that's why I like them. So you should go check them out. And lastly, we'll uh, get back to talking about music and we'll talk about millennials. Spotify, uh, there was an article in Digiday talking about how advertisers are very fired up about what's going on at Spotify. And they've made quite a few uh, impacts or changes to the platform that I actually like. When Spotify came out, I was really, really into Spotify. And then they made a bunch of changes that made it much harder to find things, which for me, I wanted to use it as a discovery engine. We talk a lot here about discovery engines and how do people discover music? How do you discover music, books, etc.? And Spotify had a great model in order to do that. And then they changed everything and made it much harder. They have now kind of gone back and made it a little bit easier. They're doing things like putting lyrics, which I think is very cool. And the ad platform has gotten a lot cooler. I love the idea of putting video with music. Um, I know MTV did it in the 80s. It was called a music video, but most people don't do that anymore. Uh, they live on YouTube. And so advertisers who are taking advantage of what's happening on Spotify, I think are having as much success as people who are taking advantage of native video on Facebook. If you're not doing that, if you go, well, hey, Eric, I know you're talking about Spotify and video, but that's, that's not even in our budget. We can't talk to that audience. It wouldn't make any sense. I would tell you to start doing Facebook video right now. Facebook, I know I've said this a couple of times, but um, sometimes it's not when you say it, it's when the timing is right. And I know that Gary Vaynerchuk uh, put out an email today talking about how he's very excited about Facebook video and thus you should be. And I could not agree. So if you're somebody who has a brand page or is running a personal brand or is doing just kind of a side gig and you have a number of pages that you want to play around with, I would say do this. I said this when I was at Clear Channel or iHeart, and I said this uh, when I got here at MLive, and I say this over and over and over again. If you don't believe me about Facebook video, do this. Right this very second, post something on Facebook that isn't an image or a video. Post a status update, talk about your sandwich or your boyfriend that you don't want to name by name that wronged you that you want to out uh, passive-aggressively. Do whatever you want to do. Put that up on Facebook and then wait. Then tomorrow... I want you to shoot a one-minute video about anything that you're passionate about. 
if it's dog grooming, if it's fishing, if it's music, if it's flowers, if it's food, I don't care. Shoot a one-minute video about something that you're passionate about. Put it up natively to Facebook. That means put it directly up to Facebook and let it work. Then you tell me, email me, eric at mlive.com, and tell me that it didn't outperform your status update by a hundredfold because it does. Facebook is all in on video. They want you to be all in on video, so you should be all in on video. Play with it this week. Please do. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it, and to see the results, they're astounding, the uh, way in which the algorithm is in love with video and wants you to play with it. So that is your assignment for today. Put anything you like up on Facebook right this very second, and then tomorrow I want you to put a one-minute video talking about whatever you're passionate about. Put up one minute about what you're passionate about, and then tell me, eric at mlive.com, if it didn't outperform the other status update. All right, have an awesome day. We will talk tomorrow, and I may have exciting news about Wednesday. I'm just not really sure if I can share it yet, but if if I can, I will, because I am pretty freaked out about this. But we'll talk Wednesday. Have a great week. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.